0141-951-1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Rangers are underway in Leverkusen As they look to pull off a Europa League shock Celtic's search for a new striker goes on With Stephen Fletcher and Lyle Taylor linked with the club And an Aberdeen player test positive for coronavirus Ahead of this weekend's scheduled clash with St Johnson I'm Gordon Duncan Joining me tonight is Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson Yeah we're underway Gordon Five minutes into this game against Leverkusen And already we're seeing the way it's shaping up You know it's a very different game from what Rangers faced on Saturday against Aberdeen Leverkusen with a lot of possession and they will find it hard a big big ass for Rangers need to obviously score three goals to have any chance of going through they'll give it their best shot and who have they got up front? Alfredo Morelos and he's in the box at the moment but it's a heavy touch and it just allows Bayern to clear almost uh, a dream start to the game for Rangers Bayern Leverkusen nil, Rangers nil with six minutes on the clock Gordon I think everyone acknowledges mm. it is a massive ask for Rangers to Win 3-0 for instance Or, or that type of scoreline To progress But there's still the chance To never know Win the game Draw the game Put in an impressive performance And maybe Just maybe Pull off the shock I think it's about Taking some positives Out of the game tonight Gordon I can't see them winning uh, They're up against A quality side But they had a good opportunity there Barisic down the left hand side Gets his head up Good ball in Morelos His touch was woeful uh, They'll be looking A bit better from him But is this his last game tonight But I can't see Rangers going through to the next round and I just think it's all about the positives, getting more sharpness because they're up against good quality tonight. It'll be a real good workout for them and uh, I think that Steven Gerrard, if he can get, you know, as long as he doesn't get beat, I think he can back very happy. We've been used to these weird kickoff times earlier on in the season but it's quite a good chance for you to just watch the game with us if you like. You can phone in as it's progressing tell us what's catching your eye what are you pleased with what do you think you need to do better 01419511025 to have your say and at Clyde SSB on Twitter we want to hear from you what is on your mind this evening uh, just a recap of the teams if you are just joining us Rangers go with McGregor and goal a back four of Tavernier Goldson Hollander and Barisic Jack Davis and Aribo the midfield three it's Kent and Barker out wide and Alfredo Morelos leading the line Firth Edmondson Hadji Jones Stuart McCrory Burjonas Arfield Mayo and Patterson on the bench what jumps out for you there Gordon? Uh, centre back Hollander um, not played a lot of football Gordon watched his pre-season game against Coventry come on he looked well off the pace Edmondson's been playing really well and he was unfortunate to be left out in Saturday I totally understand it um, but tonight I thought he'd have played it may just be a case of getting him a bit of match fitness and also Hadji who's been in terrific form for Rangers looking at Barker on the flanks with Kent maybe looking for a counter attack bit of pace and behind the defence so tactically he's went a bit different uh, but he's got to make sure that at the back they defend well because this team has got a bit of quality about them yeah Leverkusen shooting wide of target at the moment eight minutes gone Mark it's quite the welcome back for Philip Palander he's not played competitive football in eight months mm. I think he's had 30 minute run out in pre-season that is it and he's back in the team um, against a very good European outfit Yeah uh, You wonder if that signals What Steven Gerrard Actually thinks of this tie um, Like Daz was saying there Edmondson has played A lot of football In pre-season And impressed In the games he's played And then Okay he was unlucky To get dropped for Balgan Who did very well You'd expect 
him to come straight back in But for uh, Hellander not to have played a lot of football uh, Almost suggests that he's maybe trying to get minutes under his belt in this game So that's a surprise um, Barker's another one and, and from the cold Not really featured a lot But his pace is certainly going to be important tonight So that'll be an interesting one to see If Rangers can maybe adapt mm. a different style um, And drop Aribo back into the midfield Although Gordon we have seen this Horses for courses approach from Stephen Gerrard mm. When it comes to European games Because Brandon Barker This is his first start since November Since a 2-0 win at home to Porto So it is the European games that Stephen Gerrard Obviously likes to use his pace on the counter-attack yeah, and I can understand why, Gordon, um, because you you give up a lot of possession away from home and the minute you get your ball, you look for a bit of pace in behind uh, to turn their defence, get you up the pitch. That's maybe his thinking tonight. The only thing is, in my personal opinion, after Aribo's start to the season, he's taken a little bit away from his team for me because I think uh, he's been different class than that forward third. I really do. Uh, but... It's all about tactically And that's why he's got a big squad there uh, To go for uh, different games Change tactically Have a different approach to it He knows that he's not going to dominate this game tonight So he's looking for the counter attack And try and catch uh, Leverkusen at the back And they've got the chance to do that at the moment Alfredo Morelos just playing on the shoulder But well defended I think it was Ryan Kent Tried to slide the ball through And you can see it Mark You can see the game plan They've not managed to execute it perfectly yet mm. But you can see it Win it back in the right area And then try and spring a counter And catch Bayern going the other yeah, way Yeah I think if that's Barker That's chasing that ball Instead of Morelos He's on You know And we a chance of getting that But it was a nice move from Rangers Straight from the goalie Kent lovely little flick Round the corner And he tries to thread that through Leverkusen a high line So you can see why Steven Gerrard's went for pace With Kent and Barker On the side tonight And there's a lot of 2 plus 2 Going on at the moment With regards to Alfredo Morelos Because Rangers have signed Two new strikers Many people would then conclude That he At some point In the near future Is going to leave the club And therefore Is it a risk playing him tonight That's the sort of Narrative that's been building up Over the last couple of days But he is the only Available striker Mm -hmm. As it stands He's Rangers best striker He plays Yes on one hand Mark He's got one goal Since Boxing Day But on the other hand He's got 14 in Europe This campaign and he's the joint top scorer in yeah. the Europa League Oh, you play him all day long I mean, the thing is with Alfredo Morelos as well If you look at his injury record It'd be mighty unlucky if he gets injured tonight And it scuppers him a, a move uh, As we see Aribo take one of the worst <laughs> shots I've ever seen in my life But I mean, there with yeah, that one Yeah, but I mean It'd be mighty unlucky to pick something up So I think when you're looking at your bench And you don't have a Jermaine Defoe there Or, or someone else Or you can't pick Rufi or anybody else Of course you play him And you rightly point out there, Gordon. His record in Europe this season has been sensational. So you, you know, you go into this game, you think it's a, a mountain to climb, but your best chance is where your top goal scorer leading the line. That's for sure. I go the other way. Um, I totally understand what Mark was saying there, but I think that if you've brought in two strikers and paid a few quid, Gordon, and you're probably depending on Morelos's money coming in to play him tonight, but. To be fair, Stephen Gerrard has said that he's had a chat with him, he wants to play, and that's great for Rangers. But I just think that you've got to safeguard that that money because anything can happen in football. Um, I don't think Rangers are going to turn this tie around with Morelos or without Morelos. So I think you've got to safeguard it for the money, I think. Showing promising signs within the game, Gordon. Whether they, whether it's enough to, to win the tie overall, that remains to be seen. But again, into the box there, Joe Rebo. 
Brandon Barker showing good running towards the, the defence trying to make something happen well tactically I think that's what Stephen Gerrard's looking for you know just to get uh, Leverkusen up the park get Barker with his pace to go at defenders knock it in behind get them turned Kent the same Morelos he'll do his usual right through the middle anything comes in he's hoping to get on the end of it I think Rangers showing a bit of confidence knocking the ball about now as I say I think you can take a lot away from this game tonight I may be wrong Gordon they could you know miracle turn it round I don't think they will but I think it's about positives and I think that if you get minutes into guys that haven't been playing um, you get a good performance um, like say Davis is in tonight as well um, to get some minutes into him so I think if you can get some positive make sure you don't go away with you know losing 3-0 or something like that then I think that Rangers can build on that why not watch it along with us 0141 What did you make of the team Stephen Gerrard picked What do you make of the start to the match And uh, how do you see it going between now and the end of the 90 minutes 13 gone, Leverkusen nil, Rangers nil. We want to hear from you We are on Twitter as well At Clyde SSB Usual phone number though uh, Mark Wilson When you consider the level of opposition though This evening we had Derek Ray Knows his stuff uh, About German football He was on the show last night um, Kai Havertz for instance Linked with a move to, to Chelsea They're talking you know, 60, 70, 80 million pounds Was ever so impressive um, In the game at Ibrox So that, that's the level yeah. that, that Rangers are up against A sensational player uh, And you hear Bayer Leverkusen You think uh, you know them being uh, They once were a kind of superpower When they were in the Champions League final And always getting to the, the latter stages And they kind of died away from that So you don't probably hold them the, the same prestige But there's no doubt When they came to Ibrox They opened my eyes up In, in terms of what a quality side they are And the way they played the game But some of their individuals And Havertz is the, the pick of the bunch Like you say Chelsea rumoured to be going to sign him um, I'm sure Stephen Gerrard would have hoped That he wasn't risked tonight And he was left out But he's started um, so it just adds to how difficult a, an evening is going to be. I mean, Leverkusen, you know, had had a wee break themselves, but it doesn't look like it's affected them in how slick they are with keeping possession. And Mark's right, Gordon, he, he never gets injured. He's always available. But <laughs> <laughs> Alfredo Morelos oh. just took a real sore one and was down, clutching the back of his leg. He's fine and he's up. But it was a heavy tackle. Arangiz got booked for it. Yeah. And um, I just wonder if the Rangers accountant had a little. Oh, close little your eyes, say please go up quickly. Moment. Um, yeah, it was definitely a yellow card, Gordon. That's why I'm saying. Yeah, oh. Good shot And that man We're talking about Kai Havertz Caught it I think it clipped The top of the bar And it went over So a let off For Rangers That's what you're dealing with Rangers looked uh, Comfortable Ball just goes in the box First time shot McGregor I think's beaten there And uh, comes off the bar Shows you how dangerous They are Gordon But going back to Morelos That's why I'm saying that As much as I can understand All the arguments About playing him um, If you're depending On the money Coming in for him to make sure that you know you finance the two centre forwards coming in, I think it's a little bit of risk. And you see the tackles that are flying in. There's another one there. I don't know, is it Stephen Davis, Mark? I just didn't catch that. When yeah, I think so. Rangers looking to play at the back. No, it's Ryan Kent. Rangers Ryan Kent. It was the exact same move they tried as they got a wee bit of success with Morelos into Kent this time. He tries to turn, but Bayern read it this time. And Kent takes mm. him out So a free kick to Leverkusen And a, a promising area You'd say to cross you, can, you would certainly say They're not holding back uh, Ball teams. into the box We'll just yeah. stay with it It comes to absolutely nothing Let's speak to Nathan Who is a Rangers fan On the line What have you got for us tonight Nathan? Well I looked at the team sheet And To be honest I don't agree with it 
Obviously, I like Haribo, but to be honest, Hadji, I thought Hadji should have been a main start. But he should have started the game because he, he adds a lot of like, physical presence and a wee bit of pace. So I'm not too happy with Haribo in there. Arriba, Arriba's been playing absolutely brilliant. Uh, Nathan, I've got Aye. to say, I would. Arriba has got to be a start in your strongest eleven just now with the form he's in. Uh, I where I oh. agree a little bit is I think that with dropping Arriba back, I think that's taking a little bit away from his play. But you can understand Stephen Gerrard going away from home and Hadji is a top quality player for them. Would most people and each to their own and all that? But would most people not suspect that it's Hadji's? Lack of pace yes. that, that has him out the team tonight Yeah Nathan for me That's that's the point for me I think Hadji Is a promising player I think he's brilliant on the ball Brilliant set piece taker I think he's He's lacking in pace If anything I think we saw that at times At Petordre as well On Saturday One in particular In the second half Where he probably could have Ran away Taken a touch And ran through And he decides to pass it I think that's why Barker's in the side You know Barker mm-hmm. and Kent For out and out pace Because Hadji I don't think Hadji's got that burst of five yards to get away from somebody and leave them for dead the way Barker has. I want to talk, Nathan, about, you know, is it a risk to play Morelos? If you're going to sell him, do you protect him and all the rest of it? But, you know, Stephen Gerrard was pretty clear. Most of the Rangers fans were pretty clear. And he starts tonight. you happy with that? Well, yeah, because in all honesty, who else do we actually have to start? Yeah. Greg Stewart, he's, 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 not, he's not a goal scorer. Yeah, last season he never played enough games. But... Obviously the manager I've never seen enough in training To be able to start in games mm-hmm. I mean so, The early signs really, Morelos up front So yeah I mean the early yeah. signs Nathan that There are Opportunities for Rangers here They've not managed to really Break through and take one But in terms of The way they're They're breaking away from Bayern It looks like They might get Opportunities tonight Are you feeling Relatively comfortable so far? Mm, yeah But obviously You need to watch out Because They've got Havertz and all that mm-hmm. So he can break through their defence But I've also got a question for the panel um, What they think about uh, What Jamie O'Hara has been saying About Stephen Gerrard, Rangers and Bournemouth But he's, he's obviously talking Absolute rubbish Because but if, you, if you ask about The whole what people in Europe Say who's Bournemouth Are they really going to know who Bournemouth is But if you ask Who are Rangers Football Club you, You'll find somebody that will know everything about Rangers. They're, they're just a, a, a well-known team throughout the world. The biggest the biggest surprise for me, Nathan, in this conversation is people getting involved in it. I wouldn't even give it a time of day. For him to come out and say something like that, <laughs> I wouldn't even give him a time of day. Honestly, look, he's on the radio. It's like everything else. Sometimes we throw something in there to wind a few people up. See, be honest, though, I think you're being hard on yourselves. I, I don't really recall anything as sort of blatant... Is, is that but anyway nonsense is that Bournemouth oh no you talk, no, you talk nonsense don't get me wrong yeah, but. absolute I wouldn't even give it the time I wouldn't even answer that question with Jamie Har. I couldn't be bothered with that nonsense absolute nonsense do you know what I love about these things Mark is we are very very into our tribalism in this part of the yeah. world we, we we love to Put down our rivals And build our own team up But see when someone Slags the Scottish game oh. Or slags the size Of our two big clubs Everyone sort of comes together Yeah, yeah. And, uh, it's We're like on the one team <laughs> One big team against so them It's incredible But I think Scottish football's took so much of a Over so long For the English And there's always A sense of arrogance From them That any Any side Could come up here And win this Scottish Premiership And it's It's just not the case And then to suggest that 
Small teams Very small teams in England Are bigger Than our biggest two Is is ridiculous So yep We're right to all stick together And, and put Jamie O'Hara down That's for sure You are right Gordon And I don't say that lightly Believe Good, me it, It's almost like it, it doesn't even really deserve a response no. Why should we have to even justify that I mean What sort of crowd will Bournemouth get In the lower reaches of of the championship Even in We're not even talking Celtic and Rangers here We're talking In comparison to To Aberdeen yeah. To Hearts to, to Hibs you know Not even Not even the crowd Gordon The The, the, the club itself And Well done to them They were a I was four- going to say Poor Bournemouth yeah, Are getting yeah, it For I, everybody I, I, Exactly <laughs> And it's not Bournemouth's fault It's someone else's fault But the, the You've got to congratulate them The journey that they've been on But to compare them <laughs> Even In the same sentence is a club of the size of Rangers and Celtic is absolutely ridiculous. Right, Nathan, I'm going to let you cheat a wee bit because there's a quarter of the game gone, so I wouldn't usually be this generous, but give me your score prediction anyway. Uh, I say 3 1 Rangers. <laughs> and then I think, I, I, think it'll, I think it'll go to um, extra time and po- possibly even penalties. I think Rangers will go through. Oh. I think they, might, they might, do, might sneak a wee goal in extra time and win it. Uh, do you know what I I love your optimism They almost fell behind there He's not watching the TV Nathan is he Well 3-1 he said There's the room for a buy on goal here Kai Havertz through And do you know what For a player of his quality You'd expect better It was a great yeah. run And a good touch But a poor finish And a massive let off For Rangers It's still Leverkusen nil, Rangers nil. Nathan we hope you enjoy the game And I hope we'll speak to you soon uh, We are going to get some travel With Stephen Then we're going to look at Celtic's striking situation Celtic fans Stephen Fletcher Lyle Taylor Yes or no? Which one? Or yes to both? No to both? You decide. You are the voice of Scottish football. Call 0141-951-1025. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard, asking for you Celtic fans to get in touch and tell us what you think of Lyle Taylor and or Stephen Fletcher. Two names heavily linked with a move to Celtic this summer So let us know what you think 01419511025 It's still goalless in Leverkusen uh, We've got a water break I understand it is roasting over there To be fair uh, You weren't having it You scoffed As soon as you saw the, the cooling break As it's officially known You're not having it nah, Well I'm having it now Seeing the temperature's quite high I can understand it But if the temperature's Like over here We don't need a cooling Is that right? Cooling break Because you looked like You needed one earlier oh, Some no. cheek mark uh, no. He, he no. probably wouldn't want me To tell this on air But <laughs> Tell, <laughs> tell me no, oh, no. Mark I need details Regular listeners to the show Will know that he's been Waiting on a hip hop For quite some time Right mm. And lockdown happened It's been pushed further back If it was anyone else You would almost feel sorry for him Right But he's waiting on the hip operation And he can barely walk He hasn't let it Get in the way of Doing some of the things That he likes to enjoy well, <laughs> I'm talking about golf by the way Just before anyone <laughs> yeah. uh, Gets ahead of themselves And he's got himself A little mobility scooter You know like the, the OAPs use Right But he's got one of them And he straps his golf clubs To the back And everybody that sees him Laughs at him As, as, as <laughs> They do right they he, he, yeah, he, tur- he turns heads uh, He turns heads in the golf like course Benedict. <laughs> however <laughs> Imagine, Imagine. However no. You might have noticed It's been pouring with rain Yeah So yeah. the golf course Is a little bit soft So he wasn't allowed To use his His mobility scooter On the course this, <laughs> the, Today And he had to walk And honestly I d- hope I don't open any wounds For anyone here Who's suffered this heartbreak recently See if he was a, a dog 
you would have had to make yeah, that decision. You would have put him down. He was, he was, he was. That bad. Should have seen the nick of Harry. I got to eleven, Mark. And <laughs> Pouring a sweat. I was sitting. I, I was sitting. I need sit down. I need sit down. Right. I I couldn't let go. Of, I I got a push trolley, and only because of the love of the sport and go out and do a bit of exercise. I couldn't let go of the trolley because I'd have probably fallen on the ground. Uh, and he, and do you know that right? Just before we get any further, we had our golf shots. I go to walk, well, hobble. He's fucking. I've got places to be. I need to come in 40, here. He sent his third shot before I got. To I need to ball. come in here and plan the show. I've got places to be, and honestly, it was. Oh. It was well. I'll tell hilarious. you. I'll tell you just quickly how bad it was. I was, I was walking off a past the ninety and four members. Were very concerned about my health. Yeah. <laughs> he was saying to me, "If I don't make it in tonight, just just tell Wilson to do it on his own." Well, thanks for the invite. Aye. Anyway, boys. We're, we're delighted that you're here. Uh, right, Cheers. David and Blantyre is on the line. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. David Stephen Fletcher's name has been linked. It doesn't look like the move is is quite as close as previously thought, but he's one that Neil Lennon's keeping an eye on. And now Sky reporting this afternoon that Lyle Taylor could be the man for Celtic. What do you think of those names? Um, in regards to Stephen Fletcher, uh, uh, good evening uh, to the two Gordons and Mark. Hi, David. Um, I hope I hope, hope you're you're all well. Just in regards to you struggling a wee bit there, uh, Gordon at Motherwell. I yeah. hope I hope you're, you're not going by Mary Street in one of those. Uh, you know, that's exactly where he goes. I don't go by Mary. You seen me? <laughs> no, I, I want Motherwell. Oh, do <laughs> right, David. If if you see someone struggling up that hill on a mobility scooter or hobbling up, it's him. Pull over and, and give him a toe. Uh, I'm sorry, shooting a couple of shooting a sandwich. I'll be willing to help him do it. <laughs> but, um, no, it's just uh, as I said, saying, guys, in regards to the despite the situation, um, firstly, um, I'd love obviously to see Anton Edwards stay for the season. I know that talks have broken down in regards to an extension on his contract, albeit. In a couple of years, but the worry that I've got if he continues, you know, he's signed for him into this season with the transfer window being open to early October. Um, again, we might get tested, you know, the water might get tested. But in regards to Stephen Fletcher, um, bringing him in as a, uh, I would say, as a, as a backup, another option, yeah, why not? Um, I know that obviously Gordon Strang tried to sign him in 2009. Uh, in the January window, we didn't get him. Then he went to to, to Burnley, and then obviously went to his other clubs uh, when he was much younger. So yeah, I mean, uh, why not? Lyle Taylor, no, not for me. And I would also say as well, uh, Ivan Tony, that um, you know Barry Fry is you know it's just something to remember um, the way that he's he's put, trying to punish player. Um, to me. It's fine, and and uh, for a guy, yeah, he scored a lot of goals in League One. Remember, you know, it's not the championship. It's not the championship. So he's signed players for the championship before, and the guys, the guys like Gary Hooper, have come and done a great job for Celtic. But it's League One, and they're obviously looking to to boost the price tag up, get as much as they can. England's an inflated market, as we all know. We've never seen so many players go for so much money in terms of transfer fees and wages that. It's just anyway. But right. you're not Yeah, quite a lot to get through. So let's let's try and kind of break them down, um, David, one by one. So Stephen Fletcher, to the guys in the studio now, reports last night suggesting this was you know pretty close and it was going to happen. We understand. I think he's you know he's he's back up here and and he's certainly open to it. I don't think it's that close, but it's certainly one. It, it's an option. Um, yeah. David is 
pretty happy with it. What about you? Um, pretty no. split about it, if I'm honest. I Sitting do in the think, fence, probably. Yeah, no, but I do think Celtic need a target man. I, I've thought that for a number of years now. Just something different when things aren't going well. I don't think anyone's going to displace Edward for as long as he's there. But they've got Griffiths, they've got Klamala, you know, two kind of quick players, good finishers, but they've not got that target man. So, yes, I think that position needs to be filled. Whether it's Stephen Fletcher, look, he's 33 now, he's been at a host of clubs, hugely experienced, but will he be mobile enough? Or, well, first of all, do Celtic need him to be mobile enough? But you would think so. The way Celtic play and Neil Lennon play, the, the speed of the, uh, the, the pace that they play at, you would think they need a mobile frontman, and I'm not sure Stephen Fletcher is that. I'm not saying he's he's a bad player. I think Stephen Fletcher does have his qualities. You know, he would flick things on. I think his first touch is exceptional. He does a good job for Scotland. But would he fit into the Celtic mm. team? Uh, I'm not so sure. Who's the, who's the caller out there that when we spoke about him for Scotland a few years ago, called in and said that he had the best first touch in Europe? Somebody out yeah, there I phoned in. That. So I phone us back. And let us know um, David is that the way You would see it In terms of Fulfilling that Very specific role You know he's not Playing on the shoulder And running in behind He He's 33 years of age But we know a lot about him We see him in the Scotland shirt And you know Specifically what type of job He does See see the thing is The way I look at it as well Guys Is that He's Again He's not the most mobile We know that But he's great With the ball on his feet Ball on his chest In the air Celtic are playing If we continue to play With a three-five-two. Balls are going to come in wide all the time to the fullbacks, the tight fullbacks. Why not? Why not have him as a backup or another option? I think. I think why, for what? I think. Not? Sorry, David. I think for one season, I would take the gamble on that. Um, I think he's yeah. very experienced player. When you've got, if you take Edward out of the team, Edward's brilliant now. In the link up play. He's he's added so much to his game. If you take him out of the team, for instance, and then you've got Klamala and you've got Griffiths. They like to play in the shoulder. Klamala cannot link the play up. Never in a million years. He likes to go in behind. Griffiths likes to play in the shoulder. You'll need someone. Now, you don't need someone mobile that's got a mobile that's got to run in behind all the time. You need someone that's going to hold the ball up and, like, say, if El Yanusi or Christie and making runs off them, the timing of the runs. Forrest, yeah. So I think you've got the pace already there, Gordon, in the team. Um, I just think if you can get Fletcher up as a backup... I think he'd be a decent addition to the squad David the thing is You're not signing him In the hope that he's going to be Absolutely prolific However He actually comes off the back Of a pretty good goal scoring season Remember Sheffield Wednesday Finished in the lower half Of the championship So they weren't a brilliant side And he got 13 in 27 So he's round about 1 and 2 Which at that level That's a pretty good season In front of goal Is it not? Yeah Absolutely And he's had a decent scoring record You know when he went down south Initially He was at Burnley Then he was at Wolves And then he went to Sunderland you know, and, and various, obviously, you know, teams that they're relegated for the Premiership and so forth. But he always scored goals, and but it's his all-round play. And I think, you know, why not? If, it, if it's for a season, or a, you know, a, a two seasons, why not bring bring the guy up? But again, he brings experience, he brings news, and he brings goals as well. Because I have no doubt he'll score. <laughs> if he can score goals in the Premiership at lower level teams, mm. in terms of Burnley, Sunderland, Wolves. If he scored goals in Scotland Absolutely And he's done what he had Before he left Right you were pretty sure In your opinion That you don't want Lyle Taylor Now that's Sky are reporting that This afternoon There seems to be something In that one Why are you so sure You don't want him 
Um, well, is it Charlton? I know he's played, I think it was with Patrick Thistle up here before. Yeah, Falkirk as well. Um, maybe Falkirk as well, yeah. Um, no, no, nah, not for me. No, nope. it's just having a look at things and no, mm-hmm. no. But this is my opinion. Not to say it's right or wrong, but uh, no, and it's the same as I said earlier on, the guys and Tony, you know, the guys scoring the goals in, the, in League One. Nah. And then his price is going to get inflated, inflated, inflated No, not for me If we're comparing the two Lyle Taylor's a little bit younger than Stephen Fletcher He's 30 years of age As David quite rightly says We know him fairly well Spells with Falkirk and Thistle He has scored goals everywhere he's been You you can't argue with that Falkirk in particular He was was quite prolific Um, It was short spells at Thistle But again found the net during them And again last season A struggling championship team He was a one and two man Only managed 22 appearances But scored 11 yeah, that's a good return for for what he's been asked to do there. Um, like you say, if you look through his stats everywhere he's been, he's had a, a decent goal scoring return. So I would think he was maybe, you know, more a more a goal, you know, a goal poacher than than probably Stephen Fletcher would be a different option than Stephen Fletcher would be. Um, wee bit younger, but listen, none of the two of them are spring chickens, so you you can see the the kind of the. The type of personnel Neil Lennon's want to bring in He's not want to bring in a young striker He's want to bring in somebody that's tried and tested And someone who's not going to be faced with the, the tasks that have been asked him um, I get why Lyle well, Taylor uh, isn't a, a big name because uh, to the fans Because mm-hmm. of Thistle and Falkirk I think Celtic fans will look at that and go Nah, not for Here, me Here's a question then If Celtic sign one and you get the choice of the other one Who you hope you get for breaking? For breaking? <laughs> nah <laughs> Taylor or Fletcher? I think we just might be at our No, our no, but who range. would you who would you who would you who would you take if you were For Celtic? Celtic yeah. Who would I take? Uh I would take Lyle Taylor. Really? Yeah. I'm surprised at that. Not, um, not to say I disagree, I just thought you were mm-hmm. gonna go uh, Stephen Fletcher. I, I was thinking the lower league teams have still to vote on whether to use the nine subs or not or, or put nine subs in the bench, sorry, name uh, you can use five, is that right? Yeah. Because uh, I'm wondering if, if we Dave for London is in is in with a shout. <laughs> Remember we Dave uh, yeah. Listeners to the show Last season will remember We Dave Who was the trialist Who just decided To pack up his car in London Looked at the Scottish yeah. League tables Found that Breakin Were rock bottom of everything And thought I'm going to give that a go And he drove up um, For a, a make or break trial With, yeah. with Breakin And it didn't quite It didn't quite go to Dave plan. if you're listening out there We'll take you back We'll take you we'll back Because we're, we're struggling For squad numbers at the minute So you could be in me a shout And, he, and he, the good thing about him Is he plays anywhere he what does position? Everywhere Everywhere The best thing about him actually Is that he called you coach I like that Hey coach oh, Coach I'm hey, here coach. to do a job did for breaking Breaking he was calling You didn't it. even give coach. him a chance I did No you did not yeah, I let yeah, him yeah. join in the warm up no, And he warm let up. the warm up He was trying to win the warm up He was trying He <laughs> 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 Dave was eager He wanted a contract with Birkin Right from one Dave to the other Thank you David and Blantyre For getting in touch Let's move straight on And speak to Brian in Blackhill Similar topic What do you think Brian Lyle Taylor Stephen Fletcher Any of the above Hi guys I hope these are all well First of all um, Regarding the Celtic striker situation For me It's a no brainer Celtic should sign Stephen Fletcher 13 and 27 In the championship For a man that's 33 It's a good return And I know Lyle Taylor Also scored uh, A good amount of goals Last season But Fletcher knows Celtic And he knows what's at stake This season And he's also An international striker as well But for me The question is Will Fletcher Come to Celtic if he's got other options. I don't know what other options he might have available, but he's going to be second, maybe third choice striker at Celtic. So that's a decision that he would need to make. But for Celtic, they need to grab him for free. 
But Taylor, for me, I, I don't think that's a good option to go with. Mark, it seems as if the player himself would be keen as Alan McGregor makes a decent save. I think the free kick's gone mm. in the way of Rangers anyway. Um, I, I don't think Stephen Fletcher's willingness, in theory, w- would be the issue. Obviously, if the contract's not right and whatever else, then then that could be a problem. But it, it seems like it's, in theory, a move that he would be open to. It would be open to, but I think Brian makes a good point. I think if... It's just my personal opinion If Stephen Fletcher's got other options To sign in England I.e. a Stoke Come in for him Then I think he would He would stay down south Really? I think so I'd, I'd, Listen Stephen Fletcher Had the chance to join Celtic 11 years ago Yeah but he wasn't uh, 33 11 He years wasn't ago. 33 mm. But it was still a good option And he knocked it back I know he would have got offered more money But it'd be the same Exactly the same situation just now A Stoke City Or whoever else Can offer Stephen Fletcher More money than Celtic can with the, the inflated wages that they pay And when you're 33 Gordon I'm sorry when you're not A diehard Celtic fan Who you're coming up to help the cause Of getting 10 in a row Which Stephen Fletcher isn't Then I'm afraid it's going to come down to money At the end of the day And if Stephen Fletcher gets offered more money I would think he would choose down south To where he's played the majority of his career I love it tonight I really do love tonight Because I'm disagreeing with everything he's saying Good um, I think Stephen Fletcher will come up A drop of hat uh, I think I know what he's saying about money, but I don't think Stephen Fletcher will be short of a couple nah, of quid. I think he's doing all right. Yeah, doesn't mean he doesn't want more. No, of course, of oh. course, we all want more, Mark. You're a bit greedier than other people, but I just think that Fletcher sees an opportunity to come up, um, especially what's happening, you know, for the ten the row, ten the row season. I think that uh, he would come up and drop a hat. I think he's just moved back up here as well, and there you that, go. that doesn't mean to say that. Mm. You know you can't take a football club elsewhere But is there not a time mark for these guys When they go down south They make decent money But ultimately at some point they move home And, and if they can try and tie the two in then He's moved down to a semi-detached in the Olympic Village Remember that? For what it's worth by the way Not not to spill his, his private affairs It's definitely not that No no, It's it's, it's quite a few rungs um, up the property ladder oh, But then anyway that's, that's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, none of, that's none of our business No but of course when, when you get to that age You know some people do have ambitions Of coming back up the road But uh, look If there's a huge difference in the wage I don't think there'll be I don't think it'd be a surprise For Stephen Fletcher To send his family up mm. And travel up and down At this age of his career It's not uncommon Look if the wage That Celtic offer Is comparable to others Yes of course I can see why you would choose a big club like Celtic A uh, big chance for Leverkusen back, yeah, On you go, just going to say great defending from Philip Hollander yeah. To keep it goalless, but on you go Brian for, for me, I don't think it's about money In my opinion, I think uh, He's 33, he'll be wanting as much game time as possible Before he does retire And being second, maybe third choice at Celtic If a, if a championship side did maybe come in from Maybe playing first team football Or even coming on as a sub more Than he would at Celtic would suit him uh, but again, he's, as a free transfer, I would definitely grab him up if we could get him. Uh, but for me, I think Celtic are strong at attack. Um, for me, they need to strengthen at the back. Watching the game against Hamilton, uh, Celtic dominated, but defensively, they were still giving me heart palpitations. And I'm only 24, so <laughs> what's it going to be like? I guess a strong attacking side. Uh, no, no disrespect to Hamilton, but. Come up against a strong attacking side, especially in Europe, and they can't even defend properly against Hamilton. It's it's for me it's worrying, especially in a season uh, 
like this going for 10 in a row. So we, we need mm. to bring in another right-back and especially another centre-back for me. Right, there's two right-backs though, Brian. There's Frimpong and El Hamid. I think that's a, a position Celtic don't need to fill. I think centre-half, yes. Okay, we'll leave it there. Thank you very much to Brian. Get those palpitations seen to, by the way. <laughs> I'm not having that in my conscience. That was Brian in Blackhill. We're going to get travel with Stephen. Then we'll get a half-time story from Leverkusen next. 0141-951-1025 This is Scottish football's league leader Clyde One Super Scoreboard Halftime in Leverkusen by Leverkusen nil, Rangers nil. Not too many chances to speak of The best of them clearly going the way of the home side That danger man Kai Havertz On the brink of a multi-million pound move elsewhere He clipped the top of the bar He also dragged one wide when it looked easier to score Other than that though No real danger for Alan McGregor's goal And up the other end Rangers have just missed that that final pass On plenty of occasions The way they're set up They've won the ball They've sprung forward at pace Ryan Kent Brandon Barker Alfredo Morelos trying to get in behind It's just always been that final pass That final movement that's been missing But nevertheless A decent enough showing so far And it's by Leverkusen Nil Rangers Nil Have we learned anything Gordon? What did you make of it? Um, I think Stephen Gerrard will be happy with the clean sheet at half time They've been the better side obviously Home side, quality side Had the better chances But it's nil-nil As I said at the top of the show I think you've got to look to take a bit of confidence I don't see them um, you know, getting a miracle result tonight um, And I just think it's bringing a bit of confidence back Positives And so far with a clean sheet at half time They can build on that I think they've defended well You know we, we touched on Hellander At the start of the show And I said I was surprised he played I think he's he's done particularly well tonight Eight months out Eight months out I think he can be pleased With his 45 minutes The only time was when When Havertz gets in Between him and Barisic For that chance And he really should put Leverkusen one up But I think Rangers have done fine I, I think in the ball We were chatting uh, Just off mic About how Rangers look suited To this sort of European style Of football How they keep the ball They look very comfortable and uh, I think Stephen Gerrard will be pleased at half time that they've restricted Leverkusen to just probably that one clear cut chance. Yeah, as I said, it's all about building on things, Gordon. Um, it's about performances as well. They're competition for places now because they've got a big squad. They get a good result against Aberdeen. Few changes tonight. It's up to the guys that are coming in to try and stake a claim for a place in the league campaign uh, when they play St Mirren on Sunday. So, still a long way to go. Second half, 45 minutes. If they can get out a draw, I think that'll be a good result for them. Could Rangers properly throw caution to the wind here? 45 minutes. I mean, honestly, you end up losing 3 0. Who cares? He's wanting a draw. He's saying if they get out a draw. So, if you get a draw, you're out. I know you're out. Just put. But why are you playing for a draw? That is, if they get a draw, I think you can take positives and confidence from that. I just wonder if you take a 3 0 drubbing. Uh, yeah, but, but you've gone for it. You've, you've just gone for it. You know, I think there's a really not. I mean, Rangers would need to go and win the second half three 0 That's going to take a, a, a bit of a mad turnaround or Rangers to just really, really go for it and see what happens. Is that? I think. Something? I think this is it. Well, personally, uh, I'd rather come out with a draw. <laughs> ideal for Steven Gerrard there. He's seen the first half off nil nil. I think you're right, Gordon. I think you you throw caution to the wind and just say right, okay, we've we've got a nil nil at half time. I'm pleased mm. with the performance. I'm pleased with the way we've defended. Look, we're gonna let's go and lose three goals, boys. Let's go and lose three uh, goals. Let's go and lose three second half. We'll go on the well, flight. What's the Do you know? I've, sat, I've, I've stood here for the last year wondering what happened to breaking. Now I know. <laughs> well, they weren't <laughs> half-time team talk. They, they weren't in a two-legged tie 
in the Europa League with respect. So it is completely different. There is nothing really to be lost here. It's not even as if anyone has any expectations. What what is the worst possible outcome? A couple of, a couple of goal defeat. What does that really do? How damaging could that I really th- be? I, th- I honestly think I know what you're saying about the result. You right? don't. Want, you're playing for a draw for some. I, 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 no, I'm you're not playing, playing for some for mystery draw. draw. Part, part the bus. I'm not. Part I'm the not bus saying DL. part the bus. That's you. I'm thinking you've got to take a lot out of tonight's game, and I think do you, you though. Yeah, I Why? think you have every game is the same. Have they not done that in forty-five minutes? They've shown everybody but the game's that they've matched them. What are you talking about? But then at the end of the but game, then at the Steve, end of the game, somebody goes out, and it's going to be Rangers. And Stephen Gerrard could well turn around and say, "Well, do you know what? I can take positives because when we had yeah, that a clean sheet, for instance, would yeah. be very good. Exactly. That's what you build. That's on. what he's got at the moment. And then he could turn right, around and say, "But three 0 he ain't got a clean sheet." Yes, but he would be doing that in the acknowledgement that the lack of clean sheet possibly happened because they went for it and they threw something tell, at it and they really me, tried tell, to give it. Tell me how mo- much more they're going to go for it when they've got Barker, Morelos, and Kent up front. Stylistically, you can still do different things within a game with like the same what? personnel. Like what? What they're not doing just now? Like what? Play with an actual recognised two up front. Morelos is running about up front himself. Then I know do, they've got when Barker. When do Rangers ever play with two up top? But they don't. There you go then. So when, when, they they so when are they ever three 0 down? When are they ever three 0 down? All of a sudden, go well. I tell you what. See second half. We're going to shove two up front. <laughs> Uh, for anyone that's wondering Gordon Dia will invite you To his nil-nil party That he's hosting uh, At the end of the game So I'll, I'll make sure We get the details sent over That'll be that'll be some achievement It'll be brilliant To go to that um, <laughs> Let's go for the drop oh, oh, In the same 01419511025 We are on Twitter as well At Clyde SSB Let's see what's coming in there Lots of chat Just before the travel there About Stephen Fletcher Lyle Taylor um, What have we got Another season Another treble Says seriously I'm beginning to think All these callers are pretending to be Celtic fans How can anyone Seriously even consider Going for a guy That's 33 Who probably won't get A look in at first team action With no possible Resale value Then it's a waste Of a wage But you're not looking At resale value here You're looking at someone That's going to come in And give you cover uh, That you can count on If you need it um, For a season gone And one of the most Important seasons ever So you're not looking to bring a Stephen Fletcher in and think in a year's time we can uh, punt him on for a couple of quid and make a profit. That's not the case. Is that the mould that he would fit, Gordon? That there's no such thing as a guarantee when you're signing a player, obviously. But mm-hmm. he, w- would he be seen, if, if you're pigeonholing him as, as that backup striker, that different option, would he be seen as a relatively safe option on, on that front in terms of you know you should know what you're going to get? Yeah, the only thing I would say is basically... Let every other player an injury yeah, for of course, instance, yeah, right? So take that out of the equation. Yeah, because you know what you're getting with him, Gordon. This guy's a decent player. He's had a very good career. He's still only 33. Uh, if He takes the boxes for the sort of striker that Celtic would need if, if Edward wasn't available. So he would be second choice, you think, before Klamala and Griffiths if he came? Um, yeah, I think... I think if Celtic were going to play in a, in a way with the three five two, I think he would certainly be second choice to Edward. I think he would. Well, what about Edward. four two three one? Um, and Edwards I, injured. I don't Fletcher th- goes in. Put it this way: I, I don't think he'll be fourth choice. I would probably say, and mm. people might disagree. It's the way you play, Mark. You might want to say, "I need some to play up to for Christie, Elianusi, Forrest, All these guys runs. You've got to have somebody that takes the ball in back to goal. So you should an know, answer? You should know that. Just give an answer. Is he second or third choice? I would say that um, I would play him probably <laughs> second or third. <laughs> depends, How long did that take you? What are the news? <laughs> depends what style I was playing. What, what, oh, God, what style is for a nil-nil? You wouldn't even play with a striker. 
Back to the Craig uh, Levine days with you There's a striker there You've got two on the Rangers I've never played with Anyway There's a bit of a split I think at the moment you finish bomb league? Between Twitter <laughs> Between Twitter and the phones Because most of the Celtic fans Who phoned in Pretty happy with, with With Stephen Fletcher But not quite as much love On a couple of these tweets Mark says uh, Fletcher or Lyle Taylor For Celtic Neither I would go for Lyndon Dykes at Livingston Nope uh, Jay says Okay uh, Jay says <laughs> Sorry Lyndon If you're listening no. uh, Jay says Lyle Taylor Taylor, I'm so underwhelmed being a season ticket holder and going for guys like this. As each day passes, we seem to be getting linked with a lesser quality of player. Not good enough. It is time for one of these. It would help if the button worked. Big dramatic build up for something. Oh. What's up with my button, producer Dan? Here we go. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the Scottish slash football. Right, beat the pundit time. It's so popular every night But it's always extra popular on a Thursday And I'll leave you to make up your own mind As to why that might be If you want to come on here Get more questions right than Gordon and Mark And win yourself a signed ball It couldn't be simpler Pick up the phone Dial 0141 951 1025 And do it now before 7 o'clock Tackle the headlines 0141 951 1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. We're just into the second half in Leverkusen. Bayer Leverkusen nil, Rangers nil. What will happen in the second half? Will they hang on for that nil-nil draw as Gordon DL wants? Or will they throw caution to the wind <laughs> and try and pull off the unthinkable? We will find out before we go off air tonight, but still plenty of time for you to get in touch on the phones or on Twitter. We've actually got some breaking news coming out of Pitodri this evening. Uh, a second Aberdeen player has tested positive for COVID-19. So you will have heard earlier on, um, perhaps on Clyde One News or on Twitter, um, that an Aberdeen player had tested positive for COVID-19. That number is now up to two. So it remains to be seen what impact that will have on Aberdeen going forward this weekend and beyond. Give us your thoughts on that. We'll do this first. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the scottishsun.co.uk slash football. Beat the Pundit time There's always a buzz about Beat the Pundit on a Thursday night You just don't know what to expect It can go one of various ways Sometimes the guys are actually not as daft as you'd think But sometimes they're every bit as daft as you would think <laughs> And then some Well, we'll see how they get on tonight Derek is in East Kilbride How's it going, Derek? I'm good, thank you, yourself? Not too bad at all uh, You're a Rangers fan, Derek So we won't keep you too long Did you catch the first half? What did you make of it? No, I was just finished work I was listening to it so, um... <laughs> Possibly, but here's hoping for the second half. Here's hoping. Uh, what I meant there, obviously, was we won't keep you long so you can get back to the game. Because you know, in this part of the world, people go, I'll listen to that. Says he's a Rangers fan, so they're not going to keep him on very long. That's well, not what I meant. We'll keep I meant him so, on he a could, so he could watch the game. Let's toss the coin, Derek, and find out who you're up against. Heads, it is Mark. Tails, it's Gordon. And it's Heads, it's Mark Wilson. You ever played before, Derek? Yes, and I've played uh, Mark Reed and I've played Mark Wilson before. Oh, How did you uh, Mark, beat me. Mark beat me in a double tie-break. <sighs> Mark Wilson did? Double tie-break? Yes, he did. Double tie-break last year. Wow, I don't think I can't, I can't have had many of them. That must be yeah. the only one. What's a double tie-break? What's happened there? Well, see, when you get a tie-break and then you double it, you need to do it yeah. again. Uh, and do a different uh-huh. one. That's, Come that's on, unusual. Dico. You're right. up, you're right. up against right. nobody. Second chance, Derek. Um... 
I like how he's got the red t-shirt to match his face tonight as well because his face always goes red and beat the pundit. I know it's a cheapo. <laughs> it's it's my Leverkusen colours. It's, 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 <laughs> it's a cheapo. It's a cheapo. That's a cheapo. Thank you. Right, anyway, I'm going to give Mark some Clyde too Just so that he can't hear Derek's attempt at answers uh, Derek, 30 seconds on the clock Up against Mark And you can pass, that's all you need to know You ready? Yep Good man, your time starts now From which club did Rangers sign Andre Kanchelskis? Who was the club captain immediately Or Celtic captain immediately before Scott Brown In what year did Brazil last win the World Cup Which Scottish side are nicknamed the Staggies What squad number does Motherwell's Chris Long wear Who did Jim Duffy manage in 2015 Okay uh, For anyone listening at home You maybe were struggling to hear Derek He was breaking up an awful lot there I could hear him uh, Rangers have just gone a goal down So it really It was an uphill battle to begin with And that task has become Verging on impossible Leverkusen won Rangers nil Ball over the top uh, And the finish Dispatched beyond Alan McGregor So we'll tell you a bit more about that Once we finish Beat the Pundit Mark let's bring you back Can you hear us? Yeah uh, Right I'm just explaining to the listeners at home Derek's line was breaking up oh, that's Couldn't really hear him So I just gave him All the correct answers I think he got ah, 10 shut up I think he got 10 out of 10 no, I, I, I could hear him So for anyone who's in doubt at home I could hear him I could hear what he had to say Just Right Mark Same set of questions Aye. to you Ready? Okay. <laughs> From which club did Rangers sign Andre Kincelskis? Fiorentina who was the Celtic captain immediately before Scott Brown? Steve McManus. In what year did Brazil last win the World Cup? 2002. What Scottish side are nicknamed the Staggies? Uh, Ross County. What squad number does Motherwell's Chris Long wear? 99. Or Who did Jim like Duffy manage in 2015? Oh. Arctic Thistle. What nationality is Man United's Bruno Fernandes? Of Portuguese. He's had that shocker. What do you think, Derek? <laughs> they were I, think I think he's. I think he's beat me. Yeah, Derek. I think he's beat me. Derek was one 0 Derek wasn't his, his usual confident self. If he managed to get to the tiebreaker last time, he must be good. Uh, the questions maybe were a bit more difficult tonight. Let's find out. From which club did Rangers sign Andrew Kincelskis? You were laughing at this, weren't you, Fiorentina? <laughs> I heard you laughing at him what, Was that right? That's right Oh <laughs> dad How do you like that? That's knowledge oh. That is knowledge no. You were laughing at him I, I heard you laugh I at him when he said that <laughs> I tried to put him off <laughs> uh, 1-0 to Mark Wilson Who was the Celtic yes. captain immediately before Scott Brown? Stephen McManus Oh that's 2-2 two 2-0 two. Two to Mark yes. Wilson In two. what year did Brazil last win the World Cup? It was 2002 oh, 3-0 I'm on a roll to Mark. Look, at, look at his face He's gutted He's absolutely heartbroken That you're doing well 3-0 uh, Which Scottish side are nicknamed the Staggies? It's Ross County 4-0 oh. Derek's line must have been uh, bad. <laughs> 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 they must have lost him for a bit. Deep went away for a coffee. Uh, what squad number does Mother was Chris Longwear? It is 99. Oh my goodness! He's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen the lights. Sensational stuff. 5-0 to Mark Wilson. Who did Jim Duffy manage in 2015? Uh, we got you on the board, Derek. It was, was it? Morton. 
Uh-huh. And Mark Wilson got Exactly. Mark went thistle. I no idea why. That was a hopeless answer. Um, what nationalities? Bruno Fernandez, Portuguese. Six to Mark Wilson. And one to Derek and East oh, Bride. Derek. Well done, Mark. Well thanks, done, mate. Thanks, Derek. Thank you. Unfortunate about your line there. Uh-huh. Might have got mayor if you were clearer. <laughs> don't, don't pay your phone bill. Memory blank. Memory blank. <laughs> Memory blank. That's it. It's harder than the pressure's on. Derek and East Bride. Thank you. You have ruined Gordon DL's night. That, 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 what a performance that is. I, 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 do you I, know the I, thing is? I don't think you're capable of the level that he just showed there. I, I'm very impressed with that Because I, I never thought He was going to get sixer No, oh, well There you go I, I only get four hey, You're wrong in that as well I get four uh, The Brazil two. Alex Ray lost with six On Monday night Did he? Mm-hmm. Did you just guess The Brazil one? No I was going no, to go no, no, in no, 1974 Because no. they won it then <laughs> Listen We all know your quiz <laughs> answers no, they, no, they For the, the, the quiz no, they Did Germany won it then? They won it in 70 he didn't win it in 74 It's an unreal answer He's made up his own question And got it wrong <laughs> You can never count oh, that result Are you sure he didn't win it in West Germany did um, oh, Unlucky <laughs> Okay <laughs> Me and oh. Derry's got a tiebreaker Brilliant Making up your own question How can you not remember 2002 Japan and Korea they Ronaldo beat, beat Germany in the final Remember Ronaldo had the haircut Where the rest was shaved But he just left the, the wee patch Ah was that the 2002 front. The wee triangle I think in honour of that tournament We should give Daz that hairdo Yeah oh that'd be nice Do you remember that when he came, Was it just for the final Or was it for the full tournament uh, I think it might have just been For the final And he Who shaved did the beat in the final? Germany. France. Germany Germany, Germany I think huh? Ronaldo got, Did he get two in the final Got two Remember over It was at Cannes Spilled it And they nipped in and scored I forget that It's the haircut So it was shaved Apart from just the just the French oh, God and I'm a bit old for it And just a sort of patch I think we should I'm I think, doing okay with the grey I think you could pull it off I'm, I'm quite happy with my success rate <laughs> I, think, yeah. I think you could pull I, it off I'm, de- I'm delighted I wasn't to beat the pundit tonight I think me and Deco Would still be going at the tiebreaker <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I'm, I'm impressed with myself oh, I, I not, often, not often I impress myself But tonight Yep Right, we've got some breaking news We've got a double dose of breaking news And you two are going to need to tone down your, your laughter Because there's obviously you mm. know a serious element to this one A second Aberdeen player has tested positive uh, for coronavirus So following on from the news earlier That one Aberdeen player had tested positive for coronavirus It's now two And that clearly um, sounds like it's heading in a, a bit more of a concerning direction I, I throw this caveat in every night Because I don't want people to Misunderstand, you know, if they, if they haven't heard the previous night's show, I always feel it's worth saying we know that there is far more important things at the moment than football. But obviously, being a football show, we're kind of focusing on the football aspect of it. And already before this breaking news, the trip to St Johnston was put into doubt after that earlier positive test result. Um, there was a statement earlier from Aberdeen saying we had a positive test, we're awaiting further guidance from the Scottish Government and Joint Response Group. Um, now the player had been ordered to self-isolate after contracting the virus and the rest of Derek McInnes' squad were stood down from training today. So it is having that knock-on impact already. You may remember that the First Minister took the decision to impose new lockdown measures on the city of Aberdeen. Um, now this is the cluster linked to a number of bars in the, the, the area and reports have claimed that several members of Derek McInnes' squad were spotted in the city centre following Saturday's defeat to Rangers Now that's I think unconfirmed at the moment But that's the suggestion um, Now the Aberdeen squad were operating in that Biosecure bubble if you like At the Cormac Park training base Getting tested twice a week So they were expected to be able to make the trip 
to St Johnson this weekend on the basis that they're tested. That was before the news though of the first positive test, and we're now up to two. It's a concern, whatever way you look at it. Yeah, um, you probably you probably be surprised if it stays at two. Um, Aberdeen will hope that will be the case, but we know how quickly this spreads. And I've got to be honest, Gordon, I don't think it's a surprise that we're starting to get, you know, wee glimpses of this in football clubs. It was St Mirren last week, and I know there was six false tests, but there was one positive. Now it's Aberdeen. The amount of numbers the the Premiership teams carry with them. In terms of staff Players You know now reserve teams Are going back It's huge And the, obviously the chances Of somebody Catching it And passing it on Heighten um, It'll be Again Interesting to see What the decision will be In that fixture Because It's it's pretty unstable Now when you've got two players In the space of 24 hours you think that would go up And you wouldn't be surprised To see that game Being called off at the weekend now yeah, Gordon, I mean, it goes without saying Aberdeen, like all the clubs, have put in a tremendous effort to, to do all the right things in the protocols at, at the training ground and keep players training in a, a safe environment and, and all the right procedures in place. The real concern, and I don't want to prejudge this too much, I don't want to, to cast aspersions before we know for sure, um, but if this is, is because of recklessness away from the training ground or away from football, then that's a, a huge issue. I think Aberdeen's a football club If that's the case Gordon Will feel a bit let down With their players Now I know everybody's got to get a life And get back to try and living But They're doing everything they can They're professional footballers They know the situation They're getting tested twice a week And then all of a sudden After a game on Saturday Whether they're in that uh, pub That was the problem It just shows you It's a warning sign for everyone Gordon uh, you're, you're rightly said There's more important things Out there in football It's a warning sign To everyone And uh, I'll be interested To see how it goes It's not just the fact that Will the game get called off the Aberdeen can't even train today Will they be able to train tomorrow uh, Yeah that's so the, the, pre- so the preparation is, is gone already gone, Yeah um, You know And Mark again It's very difficult Because we're still a bit light on detail And Aberdeen have still to come out You know again I'm sure they're locked in, in discussions with the Scottish government and, and health services and all the rest of it at the moment. Um, but bear in mind, you know, football has restarted in other countries. Players are getting tested all the time. So if you have a player who tests positive, the whole team doesn't need to isolate or anything like that because you know the rest of them are being tested and games can, can still go ahead. We've, mm. we've seen it in other parts. The problem is going to be that if it's found that, you know, sort of return to training protocols, I think they call it, if they find out that they've been flaunted or deliberately flaunted, then mm. there has to be an underlining of the message that it's not one rule for footballers and another rule for everyone else. And, yeah. and that's where the problem's going to come yeah. in. Yeah, and that'll take, you know, you need to dig a fair bit into that. Like, how can you prove that a footballer's contracted that, albeit at the pub that this, or or, or, or whatever they were? Where this outbreak's taking place well, tra- the, tra- the track and trace system that's in place for everyone Is, is going to have to be examined mm. Yeah, that's uh, so it's going to take a lot of digging I mean, who's to say that these guys didn't get it not take that much at, Well, who's to say they didn't get it at a supermarket or, or something like that Because they were in that area, yeah, track and trace uh, And we all hope it works for our sake But who's to say uh, the was track. a player that was in there uh, You know, but, but, well, it's no, very but difficult to be, uh, We're now straying well And, and mm. some people would say we don't have any area of expertise But we're mm. well straying well beyond that But 
That is the point of the track and trace Is yeah. to establish these things So mm-hmm. that, that's how that's how you would prove it um, But what's Worth considering as well Gordon Is we've got this Quite congested fixture list as well Aberdeen are due to play Away at St Johnston On Saturday are Then due to play at home To Hamilton on Wednesday And then You know again Next Saturday away To Celtic So th- There's not a lot of room Left for For cancellations That's the biggest problem Gordon And I'm sure it's a Massive concern Not just to Scottish football To Aberdeen as well Just looking at the fixtures Coming up Preparation for the The manager uh, is a worrying time And it'll be interesting to see What the decision's going to be uh, Probably make one tomorrow on the game um, But I just, you know I, I keep saying it It's a warning sign for everyone It won't be it. the last though It will not be the last of your clubs to get it Now, if you think that this is just the Premiership teams returning You've got to bear in mind That Championship and League 1 and League 2 Are returning in the coming months And those guys Mm. A lot of those guys have part-time jobs, you know, socialise in different circles. It won't be the last club who have an outbreak. But we hope, we hope it is. Do you know what I love about this show as well? Jerry's listening very closely. He's, he's keeping me right on my toes. Apparently, I, well, I must have said that restrictions or, or something had been flouted and not flaunted, and he's, he's put me right. And I love that because that's because yeah. these things are going to happen. I mean, you're too. You, I hope the, he's not going to put us to right be here all night because staring at you two can be quite off-putting. Yeah. And I, I am prone to a slip of the tongue, so I'm yeah. delighted Jerry's here uh, to keep us right in Leverkusen. It's one nil to the home side, and Gordon, you know, it was going to take something nearing a footballing miracle. So I think we're now beyond that. It's four-one with sixty-two minutes gone. Um, Beyond Rangers now Yeah And Rangers have made a substitution Hadji's come on for Barker um, Just to try and get on the ball And keep the ball It was um, For Rangers point of view Gordon defensively I thought it was a poor goal I thought Tavernier was very poor at it um, Get caught And uh, the ball just played over the top And uh, it was a good finish And it's, It was already a mountain to climb You for, can forget it now It's just about once again, take the positives, but my nil nil's gone. Did you give the listeners an update of that substitution? I tuned out. Yeah, had you uh, for Barker. <laughs> Great, I knew you would. Thank you very much. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. We've got a good full time teaser uh, coming up for the guys. You're going to have to get your thinking cap on, particularly you, Mark Wilson. Um, Pat oh. is going to be next up in Govan Hill. He's got thoughts on Stephen Fletcher, and he's got a suggestion of another player in our Premiership that he thinks Celtic should sign. Find out who it is next. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141-951-1025. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon Diel and Mark Wilson here in Leverkusen. It's 1-0 to the hosts. 4-1 on aggregate. Jordan Jones and Scott Arfield have just come on for Stephen Gerrard's side as they look to finish this game strongly at least or maybe get some important minutes into the legs of guys that haven't played a lot. Certainly Jordan Jones. We don't see too much of him, Gordon. Yeah, a bit surprised when I've seen him coming on there, Gordon uh, You're right, we've not seen a lot of him um, He's got a lot to prove to figure in this Rangers side Because I think that, uh, you know, the strongest of living He's nowhere near it His days of proving things are surely over I mean, he's had he's had a long time I know he's been injured But he's been around the club for long enough now If Steven mm. Gerrard thought he was worthy of a starting place He would have been in contention Maybe at the weekend Maybe even tonight I know he's come on tonight, but I don't think it'll be long before you see him move on. Right, I do want to get to Pat and Govan Hill because he's been hanging on for quite some time, but I need to get the teaser up and running. Thank you to Dylan for yeah. sending it in full time at Clyde1.com. There's a bit of context here. Apart from the physios table, where did Mark Wilson spend most of his time at Celtic? 
Um, at Celtic on the subs bench yes I knew you would say that I just teed you up and I, I knew you would say that so the question this must have been working on that at golf it was brilliant wasn't it when I wasn't invited uh, <laughs> it was the question centres around that he says during Mark Wilson's six full seasons at Celtic 2006-7 to 11-12 seven men made more than 12 sub appearances in a single season can you name them? So basically we're looking for Celtic super subs During Mark Wilson's six full seasons at Celtic 2006 to 2012 Seven men made more than 12 sub appearances in a single season That is some going off the bench Can you name them? There must be a centre forward in there It's always got to be a centre forward who, who played, uh, And you were number 12 as well oh, Just all time yeah. together Who uh, played up from uh, your time? Uh, let's see Killian Sheridan won? No Tony Watt was he there no. with you? So to come on tw- twelve more than twelve times in a season's quite, who would quite come good. On, who going. would be the old time waster that you'd throw on? Yeah, a winger, a centre forward. Yeah, it's quite difficult. That. Um, Who you played? Uh, Derek Ryerton. No. Oh no. <laughs> Barry Robson. Think right. Take yourself back to sitting in the bench at Celtic Park. Look to your left. Uh, look to your right. Who's who's alongside you? Who are you chatting to? Who are you saying? Do you know one day I'm you're going, going on before me? Ah, he always gets on. <laughs> he always gets on. And he's hopeless. Nah. <laughs> that old show. Uh, quick, who's... throw some names in because Pat has been waiting for ages. Quick, quick, quick. Maloney. No, Gordon. McGeady. No, Snow. Yes, <laughs> Big Snow. Evander Snow. Aye, he was a classic. Fourteen sub appearances in the two thousand and seven eight season. Anyway, Pat is in Govan Hill. I've given you the big build up, Pat. What have you got for us? Uh, hello, lads. Before I get to my point. Gone, Dell. It's payback time for you. How have I done, Pat? No, no, it's not you. It's other Gordon. You're a great cyclist, good golfer, early morning riser. Thank you, Pat. You've got, you've got a bad tip. Thank you, Pat. I don't know if you're listening to last night's show. No. Young Gordon there can hardly go up for a quiz in the morning at quarter past eight with George Bowie. That is true. I did, oh. I did say that. I did let that slip. Payback time, Gordon. Ridiculous, ridiculous part. Ridiculous. It is true. A talented <laughs> He's not talented Listen Pat anyway. since, since when did being able to go a bike b- Become a, a massive talent to, to, to write home about Wait a minute It's not a, mo- I'm a ability bike It's a Yeah it's a race bike, bike. Well, I, I, I can go a bike as well I just choose not to get dressed up <laughs> in the lycra like him uh, but you wait till Rosa quiet after nine o'clock. <laughs> that is true. If you so, see, listen, if you'd see, anyway, if you see the speed of him in his bike, Pat, honestly, it's it's, it's no great. Uh, good, my man. point is, Come on, uh, the Celtic striker situation. I totally agree with. This is Gordon. Like, last week he said four strikers you need for the full season, especially this season. We don't need to break the bank until the big man leaves. Hope it's next season. I would go for Fletcher. There's a difference up front. And we can't rely on Lee Griffiths. Last season was out most of the season. Pre-season was a nightmare. I would go for Martin Boyle-Hibbs. Speedy character, scores goals in the Premier League. Not so much Europe, but to win the league. Without a doubt, he played under Neil Lennon at Hibbs. He wouldn't cost that much. And he'd do well in the Premier League. <coughs> Pat, is this on the back of the fact he scored a couple of goals at the weekend? No, 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 no. I thought that. Even last season, the end of last season was on fire. He's got speed like Griffiths and he can score goals in the Now, I'm not talking about Europe. I'm mm. talking about in the league or cup games. And he wouldn't cost much. I don't think it's a bad shout, Pat. I think he's somebody that Neil Lennon likes. Um, I think 
Wingers with that sort of speed are always welcomed at Celtic. I mean, he's extremely quick, isn't he? I mean, he's exceptionally quick. Yeah. I've, listen, I've played against him a couple of times early in his career, and I mean, exceptional pace. He had. Um, I he, think he didn't retire you, did he? By the way, just about. I was at that stage. I thought this is this is getting too much chasing guys like this a bit. But he certainly did, like he certainly tidied up a lot of his game since then. A young winger who was raw and just pace. I think he's got better in terms of his finishing, his positional play, and I actually think Neil Lennon helped him out in that. So I don't think it would be that much a shock if you've seen it happening. But like he's a big player for him. I think it would take in? a few quid. Are you bringing him in for cover for Forrest or are you bringing him in to play as a centre forward role? No, it'd be a, a cover in the wide area. For I Forrest. Yeah, I can yeah. understand that. Yeah, yeah but I, I don't know if Pat was thinking as a Well Pat mentioned Stephen Fletcher as well. Well Pat's in the, the oh, centre forward the, the, the pro department. Stephen Fletcher camp. Yeah, I, I think I think uh, it's well documented. People have been saying that um, you know Celtic look like they need someone out there for to give Forrest a bit of cover. I think Boyle could provide that, um, but I do think that Fletcher coming in, if Fletcher's uh, the best of the options, I don't think he would let Celtic down. I think he's got the qualities to get in there for a season at least. Uh, Pat, what what about Stephen Fletcher? What, what is it about Stephen Fletcher that makes you? Quite happy that that could be a potential signing. It's been a bit of a split on the phones and on Twitter tonight. Give us the positive case. The 10 in a row thing, short term, a year, or extension after one year if possible, but uh, it's Lee Griffiths that's worrying me. We need a similar sort of player as Lee Griffiths in case things don't work out. You know, that sort of player. By both, by, by Fletcher and another, to be in the safe side, if you know what I mean. Well, I think, Pat, that uh, I think Lee Griffiths has learned his lesson. Um, I watched him against Hibs when he came on 30 minutes. I know it was only 30 minutes. looked very sharp. It looked very good indeed. I think it's just a case of getting him back. Um, Neil Lennon's had a go at him, uh, told him that, you know, you've got to step up to the mark, especially in a season as important as this. And if you can get a, a sharp Lee Griffiths on the pitch, the one thing he'll guarantee is goals. Mm. Got to agree with that But Lee Griffiths I don't think anybody Would ever doubt his ability Or question his ability I think he's a big Big favourite With the Celtic fans And they're desperate To see him back out there But I think he's got to Realise himself That this is probably Last chance saloon You know he's He's been through Some hard times Off the pitch And Neil Lennon Gave him every chance To get back Which he did And I think he made Celtic better At the tail end Of, of last season But to Come back and not meet the fitness requirements. I know that would have, you know, annoyed Neil and the coaching team at Celtic because they've got such high standards and expectations in that department. So he's got to keep himself right for his last chance at Celtic, in my Pat, opinion. Pat, the other name being linked with Celtic this afternoon is Lyle Taylor. He used to play for Partick Thistle and Falkirk. He's been at Charlton. He's now a, a free agent. Is that one that you would be in favour of? No, that's a no go for me. No. Not having it? No. No. And before I go, Gordon, wake him up tomorrow morning. I rode out. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get, I'll get by his house and ring the bell. Oh, I bag a door. No, don't do that. Honestly, in fact, I'm up early tomorrow. I'm making, an, I'm making effort tomorrow. Good. I don't think it was that late. I just said that on occasion, I sometimes struggle to hear the five K minute with George and Cassie live, and I quite like the fact that they post the picture on Instagram, and I can wake up in the morning, have a wee look at the questions, and pretend that I would easily have won the five grand yeah. if only I had been on. Yeah. Yeah. yeah? You're a young man, you should be up early. 
Anyway, thank you very much to Pat and Governor Hill. By the way, I don't actually even lie in that much. This is now this has grown arms and legs. Anyway, let's go back to Twitter and find out what's been said there. We are on the phones as well. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Uh, Rangers a goal down in Leverkusen What we did miss while Pat was on the phone Is they almost equalised Gordon A corner to the back post Connor Goldson's header was going in Until it was cleared off the line Yeah good opportunity Good header Just unlucky that um, The defender went back on the line Gordon and cleared off um, You know they brought on a few substitutions Try to get some minutes In the legs for some of the players uh, But obviously the tie is well and truly over and uh, as we see, I just think that once again, question marks about the Rangers captain. He's mm. defending. It's it's not the greatest. He's terrific going forward, but his defending's sometimes questionable. What could he have done differently, Mark? Defending? Yeah, just fold the man. Um, I think he. I think quite often Tavernier gives up too much and hopes a centre half will pick that up. And when you're not sure that a centre half's going to pick up that diagonal run, you need to go all the way. Pretty similar. To Barisic in the first half um, When uh, Havertz had that chance He didn't go with him either And you've got to be sure Your centre half's picking him up Tavernier kind of Just eased off If you give these guys a yard To get across you We've seen twice first, uh, Once in the first half And now in the second half These guys' first touches Are class mm. Puts that into their path And you quite often Find yourself behind Couple of changes for Rangers now Greg Stewart coming on And I think it's Nathan Patterson is it? Is that the other one who's coming on uh, for Rangers? Just trying to look from from a distance I think it will be Yeah, James Tavernier going off So Nathan Patterson on it right back Alfredo Morelos also off You just throw in that token question it will, Is that his last game for Rangers? Mm. Alfredo Morelos? It, it might be May well be um, I mean I'm Not really too much into it He did just walk straight off Gerard, you know, high five And who was it? Tavernier came off Nothing for for Morelos. Ah, that's nothing. He just doesn't like coming off. That's fine. That's understandable. Mm. I well, I told you last week the Rangers were in the market for a striker. <sighs> um, yeah, he did actually. Yeah. He did that. I'm going to put my crystal ball. Yeah. Water is wet. In other news. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to I'm going to put it right out there today and say tonight and say that I think Morelos will start against St Mirren with the two new ones on the bench. Okay. You think watch so? So hold on a minute. Why? Why would space. you be surprised at him starting the night? Watch a space. Yeah, he's going to start in the league on Saturday when there's two new strikers no, at sun, home. Uh, Sunday. 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 Yeah. Oh, if, if he's still, if he's still there, all over the place, I'm there. not saying that. I'm saying that say. I wouldn't have started him. Either. If his transfer relied on the money for a new strikers coming in, I would have mm. probably wrapped him up in cotton wool. That's all I'm saying. Mm. Right But Steven Gerrard's played him tonight So it shows you He's no problems whatsoever Playing the lad So on Sunday When I'm in here with you Mark And the apologies Is coming out your mouth You will see Morelis will start And the two lads Will be on the bench okay. Was it another Relatively low key night For him Mark now Rangers yeah. Didn't have as much of the ball As they would domestically And if you go back To the weekend He was Part of it was that he was asked to do a slightly different job and, and yeah. drop deeper. What about tonight? Yeah, much the same, if I'm honest. Um, you know, didn't really look lively, but could you blame him? He's playing that role himself up front. He's never going to run the channels for you, so if you don't get the ball to his feet or you don't get him service in the box, he is going to become redundant. And tonight for 70, 75 Ooh, minutes. I like that. I like that, I like yeah. That. Mm-hmm. yeah I, like nice. that. I just think he's a lad that now needs to change. I think he knows that his time at Ibrox's at Rangers is coming to an end and I think he needs 
he needs a change, Gordon. Just everybody talks about body language, but everybody's different. You're not wanting to see people being happy getting sod, but just walking off there, I think he just the boy needs a change for me. I think he's a good player, he's a goal scorer, but I think it's just the end of the road for him. If you can't win the tie and you can't win the game, is it about trying to take these these smaller positives? For instance, getting Philip Hollander back playing football, giving guys like Brandon Barker time who who hasn't played a lot of football recently. And along a similar line Young Nathan Patterson Coming on at this level Up against a A very handy European outfit Surely that will be good For his development I know it's just A short period of time Towards the end of the game But like I say If you're looking for Small positives Yeah well rumours are That Bobby Patterson's A, a really good uh, player A standout in the, in the youth set up And these boys Have to make a step up Sometime To make an appearance In a, a European game Will obviously do him The world a good Albeit only for 12 minutes But He's one that Steven Gerrard seems to like And Rangers fans probably can expect to see him a wee bit more throughout the season um, I'm just wondering if the Rangers fans would be I know the game's gone now But what we were touching on at half time Would they have wanted Steven Gerrard to be a wee bit more gung-ho about things And have a real go? It was always a huge ask I suppose yeah. wasn't it? I mean name cannot be blank is on Twitter He says that was a good finish This Leverkusen side have been excellent The best I've seen at Ibrox in three seasons didn't fancy our chances before kickoff. We've looked slow and ponderous on the ball. The priority is stopping 9.8 in a row, though. So he's got the wee dig in there as well about the season end. I, we just don't have time for that argument right now, to be quite frank. Uh, it's 20 to 8 on a Thursday night. These two have got some work to do on the teaser. Got one. Um, must, be, must be one. Just let me remind you of the question. Um, it's during Mark Wilson's six full seasons at Celtic from 0607 to 11 12. Seven men. Have made more than 12 sub-appearances in a single season Can you name them? You've got Evander Snow Paddy McCourt must be one Yeah, he made 16 sub-appearances yeah. in the 2011-12 season Okay um, Donati? No, we'll leave it there Let's speak to Kenny in Rutherglen Hi Kenny Hi there It was just a, just a question for Mark Mark, did you ever see anybody in the lower divisions that you think Given the right chance could maybe Cut the mustard at Celtic Or possibly Rangers Well the, like the one He's not in the war divisions now Was Shankland If I'm honest I don't think that's any surprise Kenny To anybody um, I think if you can convert The amount of chances He's receiving uh, Albeit at the top end Of the championship For air And then Dundee United A striker still has to You know Put the ball in the back of the net And if you've shown He's can do that Consistently Over Three and four seasons Then I think why why not if you're surrounding him with better players who are supplying him all the time I think he could easily do a job Gordon there's always some good stories about guys who come up to the, the premiership um, Kudir Issa the player from Queen's Park who's yeah, gone who's gone to player, Livingston yeah. this season so th there are a few gems certainly but is going to Celtic and Rangers from the lower leagues is that is that where the jump then becomes yeah, it's massive an, it's another it's another massive jump Gordon a lot of people have tried and failed miserably. Um, I know what Mark's saying. Shanklin, I think, is a very good goal scorer. I'll be interesting to see uh, how he does this season uh, in the top flight. That's where he'll be judged. Um, but I think if you're putting it down to, and it's only a matter of opinions, if you're putting it down to this season, and that's what Celtic Rangers are concentrating on, I would much rather take my chances with someone like Fletcher. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think Kenny was necessarily suggesting. No, I know what you're saying, but he's just asking Mark about. Yeah, 
Kenny, were you just being curious, or is there anyone in your mind that, that you've seen? No, just uh, it was one of the boys just in the morning. There have been a man who's come up for Anne and then been through the ranks. He's up to Elgin and now he's signed the the morning. And just a young boy, he's a student, but obviously part time now that he's going full time. Boys like that who have not been in the full time system, who are probably just he's had more game time than some of the. Uh, probably most of the Celtic youth team. So it was just uh, curious that mm. as Mark's seen it, they in the second division, that thinking, as I say, under the right circumstances, uh, could maybe make a go at I mean, Mark, uh, there have been some great stories over the years, even from, from likes of junior football. Darian McKinnon played a lot of premiership uh, games, having come from, I think mm-hmm. it was junior football, Chris Erskine, Chris Doolan, you know, signed from junior. Just for talking's sake, then, whether they can make the jump to Celtic or Rangers or not is, is a big ask. So, who, who was the best Who was the best player in, in League Two boy, last season? Boy, well, for me, it was the boy who signed for Livingston. Um, I, I, I thought he was outstanding as a striker in terms of his movement. He came for the juniors, remember, mm-hmm. the year before. Um, outstanding player You know But you're looking at the guys For Cove Look There's no doubt about it Fraser Fivey Was head and shoulders uh, All round player I'm talking about Above anybody But He's he's a, a Premier League player A Championship player So you could see that Look I've no doubt There will be young players who Who's probably not got the right break And If they were surrounded by better players And better coaches And a good uh, Environment They would thrive <laughs> But it's hard to go and then Just pick somebody out and say Going star for that first team, and also, have you done that? Your own youth system would be getting questioned for not having yeah. players good enough in there at the time. Kenny, that's a really good question. Maybe that's one we can delve in a bit deeper. You know, once the lower leagues come back, Kenny, why don't you give us a call back and we can get everyone involved and, and try and find the best players down at that level? That makes sense. Okay, no problem. Good man. That was Kenny and Rutherford. I'm sure we could get some tweets in about that. Some calls. It's a bit late in the day to be to be doing it tonight, but I'm sure we could come up with something. Who are the guys down in the lower leagues who've got the best chance of of stepping up in the future? Uh, right. Any more on the teaser? You've got Vander Snow, Paddy McCourt. It's I'm still one to Leverkusen. No. Nope. I'm going to go down a different route here. That maybe Celtic. I've got players that've been there for years, like McGregor, Forrest, Mikey Johnson. No. Mikey Johnson I don't, I don't know how long Mikey Johnson was about six When Mark Wilson well, played Well he could have been an uncommon Willow Flood No Larry Robson No Mark Crossas. No Chris Killen Yes What a shoot Ah oh, that's who I was thinking of I think he's possibly set some sort of record here And I'm basing that on nothing Season 07 22 times he came off the bench Have that's some going That's some appearance money He's racked up one bonus Right <laughs> Killing Snow and McCourt down We've got another four to get And breaking news tonight Hearts and Partick Thistle Have received their punishment By the Scottish FA For raising the petition At the Court of Session uh, Against the SPFL I'll tell you what that punishment is Next Number one For football In Glasgow and the West 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Into the final part of tonight's Clyde one super scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL Are here There's a couple of minutes left In Germany Leverkusen 1 Rangers 0 Gordon Rangers have given A decent enough Account of themselves But not enough to win the game And then certainly not enough To, to win the tie It's been It's been a, a tough evening Yeah it has been a tough evening uh, It's been a good exercise For them Gordon Because they're playing against Top quality um, Usually Over the last few games Rangers have dominated To buck the ball uh, the biggest percentage tonight They've been chasing the ball um, They'll be disappointed with the goal they lost um, But As I say 
the manager will look at it got more minutes into players one or two needs need the game um, so it'll be interesting to see what his lineup is on Saturday 1-0 it was always going to be a big ass 1-0 away from home to a, a side of that quality I don't think that's a, a real bad bad result Hearts and Partick Thistle have been fined £2,500 each by the Scottish FA This is for raising their petition At the Court of Session Against the SPFL uh, Without first seeking a- Approval of the Scottish FA And going through arbitration So You may remember That the notice of complaint Was issued a few weeks ago um, Much to the Anger and dismay Of, of Hearts and Partick Thistle And today They have finally been punished £2,500 each Surely we can drop all um, this Surely we can drop that Surely we could have avoided it I know the rules are Set in place But with the circumstances surrounding this but, but, but is, is that not in a nutshell though is, is that not kind of what we've done Because it's a pretty small fine right? yeah, It's, it's £2,500 each But like you said the, Put it this way I've got visions of you Coming out of here Going mm. down Cobowie Road Onto Dumbarton Road To drive home from Clyde Bank And you're doing 38 miles an hour Please. And you get pulled over And you say oh, Officer can, can, can we not just avoid all of this I mean In these times Can we not just avoid it you, you, There is an element of The, the, the quite Blatantly broke the rules Or the articles of association mm. The timing of the notice of complaint That was a, a legitimate concern Lots of people felt the timing was wrong But this is It's the least surprising outcome That, that they no, got I know some sort of been punishment slapped in the wrist But I mean to To hit them with some sort of money Whether it's two and a half grand Or, or £20,000 I think we How some people have perceived How they've been treated And Thistle in particular unfairly It could have just mm. been You've lost Let's move on but, yeah, well. but, but Gordon rules and I, rules, I get that Gordon. Was there any tr- And there's actually A good Twitter debate Because it, You can see both sides of it And I'll actually just Read out the two exchanges Which kind of cover it From both sides James Baird says 2,500 for what? Standing up for what's right? Suppose it could have been worse mm-hmm. And Conroy has come back And says Standing up isn't the issue No club in Europe Is allowed to take Their governing body To the court of law Without going through The arbitration process It's the same in every league Hearts and Thistle knew this um, you know, but, but but they did what they had to do. But we would have thought no country can relegate teams when they've got a game in hand. You know what I mean? So it's and it's exceptional circumstances. Here. It's not. It's not the end of the world, Mark. It's just basically ticking the box. It's two and a half thousand pounds. There are arguments on both sides. It's a slap in the wrist. So I think that's now finished. Move on with it. And then we'll mm. look forward, hopefully, to the weekend. And uh, I was actually hoping for a puncture there, Gordon. He says pulled over. Speed. <laughs> I don't think it's quite the end of it because we are still going to find out if and, and what Hearts and Partick Thistle have to pay with regards to legal costs for Ooh, for Dundee United and, and Cove and, and Wraith. I think that's still still to be squared up. So um, we'll find out. Gordon, full time in Leverkusen. I'm going to ask you in, in the space of 60 seconds to, to sum up the game Sum up the tie And sum up Rangers European campaign Yeah very good campaign For Steven Gerrard But I had to end tonight And um, I think everyone really Knew that was the case After the first leg The 3-1 Leverkusen They were absolutely brilliant Tonight I thought Rangers Put up a good enough show But they're up against A quality side With just too much for them Going away from there, Germany, 1-0 defeat. I don't think he'll be too disappointed with that. Can concentrate on Sunday. It's all about the league. He's got a lot of minutes in, a lot of players. So it's been a good exercise, Gordon, because I don't even think that you know, a Rangers fan would think they could go over there and turn that round. So it's been a good European campaign. It's over now. Concentration on the league Sunday. To go from the first qualifying round, Mark, 
to this stage yeah. And by the way The group wasn't easy With Feyenoord, yeah. Porto and Young Boys Eventually When all the madness has died down Stephen Gerrard will be immensely proud of The campaign yeah. Why not? I don't think you can take anything Away from Stephen Gerrard and Rangers I think it's been A very good campaign You know Some big scalps in there Some big nights Back at Ibrox You know Um and some very good performances And I don't think there's any shame In going out to Bayer Leverkusen A top quality side um, Who, you know, if they play at the, the, the top of their game Could go all the way mm. in this And Rangers have actually just tweeted Just as a reminder This campaign, this European campaign Started 395 days ago <laughs> <laughs> um, When yeah. they played St Joseph's in Gibraltar So it's been a long old road And it ends tonight But we'll look back on it in a bit more detail tomorrow Let's speak to Sean in Kilmarnock What's on your mind tonight, Sean? Hi Gordon, hi Gordon and hi Mark, how you doing Paul? Yeah, all good Sean, all good How you doing? Um, it, was just, it was actually regarding a, an earlier topic um, the, the potential signing of Stephen Fletcher St- Stephen Fletcher and Lyle Taylor mm-hmm. But Stephen Fletcher's the one that, that really kind of Ups me to, to a certain point I mean Stephen Fletcher's a decent player um, In and out the international fold Over his career But he's a, he's a good striker But he's never been a prolific striker um, I just think for Celtic to be linked to a 33-year-old the, the position that we're in just now um, to just find it very underwhelming So mm. the only thing I'll say about that Sean is you look at for instance Rangers bringing Defoe up at 37 or something yep. and look at the look at the impact that he had scoring goals Do- and everything Fletcher I'm not saying that Fletcher's the right fit for Celtic it's yep. his name that's been brought up tonight I'm giving you my opinion about him yep. I think for a season if that's the case and it's narrowed down to like say a Fletcher or a Taylor then I would certainly go for Fletcher yep. because I think he'd be a better fit I bet Gordon um, J- Jermaine Defoe fantastic player but you're saying what, what, what the impact he's made at Rangers what, what impact did he make at Rangers well, I think, season. I think he, scored 30, he scored 13 goals in the league. I think I might I might be wrong on that, but um, is that not is that not all right though, Sean? For, for, a kind of, for a second choice guy, if that's your main guy getting that number, you're probably concerned. But you know, as a backup, that's not a bad return, is it? I, I, I think um, with regards to the Edward situation, I don't. I think I, I've, I've actually not really caught the news uh, much the last couple of days, but I don't know if negotiations have stalled. Now, if Celtic are willing to pay. Four, five, six million. I, I would rather Celtic p- broke the bank and paid Edward the extra wages because we're going to get a return on that investment anyway. But if we're talking about Edward, there was Dembele before him. I actually think Lee Griffiths is, is I'm not saying he's every bit as good as Edward, but Lee Griffiths, nine times out of ten, he puts the ball on target. He's, he's, he's the type of player that Celtic need as a backup. For somebody like Stephen Fletcher, I don't know. What kind of money he would look for I don't know what sort of contribution he would make And the, th- the difference between Fletcher and Defoe is we, We're a winning team We're going for a historic season I don't think we could be justifying bringing players in Just to, you know what I mean Yeah but you're, you're talking about a backup You're talking about Look, if, uh, obviously Edward's got to stay Right, we're, we're yeah, talking I about so. Yeah, I, say, I said that this campaign I'd be looking as a manager If I was Neil Lennon Looking at four centre-forwards I think you need that throughout the season with the amount of games, and if you're bringing a Fletcher in, and once again, I'm not mentioning. I'm only get going with what's getting reported out there that Fletcher's yeah. name getting thrown about. Could they do a ton for a season for Celtic? I've no doubt. Not. Yeah, to be second or even third choice yes, yes. within the four. Yes. Uh, on you go, Sean. Oh, sorry, sorry, God. I was just going. I was going to agree with Gordon to a certain extent that um, it's been. It's, all, it's been my opinion since when I was actually in. 
the airport in Dusseldorf coming back to the Dortmund game when when Rogers left. I said to my pal Neil Lennon, um, I think Lennon's done a great job, but I think with the four strikers, I'd agree with, with Gordon uh, Dazler in terms of Neil Lennon can he likes to play about with systems more than Rogers did. Like we'll we'll play two up front, one up front, we'll play five in the middle of the park, we'll play three in the middle of the park. Um, so I, I don't think that's out the question. I just think. I, I just think if we're going to be spending money, we need to spend the money in the right places. I don't think Stephen Fletcher, in my opinion, is the right place to be spent because he, he, he'll probably command a decent wage, I'd, I'd imagine. Yeah, fair enough. I mean, you wouldn't have the transfer fee, Mark, which is is a huge yeah. bonus or not much not much initial outlay, I should say. I don't think, you know, if you're getting any striker for the Championship, it's going to cost you a fair bit. An international for the Championship is still going to cost you a decent wage. If you're paying a decent wage for somebody that's going to be third choice striker, then I think some Celtic fans would question that and think they could maybe get a younger, better asset we're, to sell We're on. running out of time, so forgive me for, for just cutting in there. And it is a bit of a snapshot, but I've, I've just remembered that, you know, those the last sort of Scotland games he played, the Nations League, it was arguably James Forrest's best, well, it was James Forrest's best games for Scotland. Ryan Christie and then Ryan Fraser on the other side to it, I get, doesn't play for Celtic. But these guys seem to really thrive on, on playing off. Stephen Fletcher, is, is that what the... What, what the, the sort of plan would be I think that's his strength Gordon I don't think you would bring him up To knock you in 30 goals a season Right I don't think that would be the plan I think it would be the case of Bringing Forrest Christie El Yanusi, People that, that You know with the runs I think he'd be brilliant As a link up player uh, Whether Celtic could decide To go down that route or not I don't know But If it was Celtic brought him in I wouldn't certainly question it Sean and Kilmarnock, we can revisit this another time, I'm sure. Thank you for getting in touch. Looking for three more of those super subs. Guys that made more than 12 sub appearances in a single season for Celtic during Mark Wilson's time. Samaras. Yes. Oh, yes. Well done. Oh, You've got Chris Killen, Evander Snow, George Samaras, Paddy McCourt. You've got... Have we, have we 12 to get Three here? to get. No. Oh, I've three wrote to, 12. Three to get. <laughs> Quick. Zeng Nope. Who's Zeng Zi? Zeng Zi. Chinese guy. Um, Let me see what's on Twitter uh, Christopher Wren has got a couple He's also going Yarisic Which is what, wrong Darn a day No Yarisic wrong Did uh, Paul Harley play with you? What about someone who went to Aberdeen? Niall McGinn Yes Ah. What about someone who came from Motherwell? Uh, Stephen Pearson Yes Aye. And This guy went on to be player of the year I think But he obviously just spent a lot of time in the bench In one of the seasons Player of the year with Celtic In Scotland Think so. Gary Caldwell, Thompson, Chris Commons, Chris Commons. No, yeah, 14 sub appearances in the 11 12 season. There you go. What was that? Yeah, uh, we got there in the end. Thank you, Mark Wilson <laughs> and Gordon Dale. Back tomorrow, six o'clock. Going to react to tonight's defeat in Leverkusen for Rangers. We're going to be around all the clubs as well, looking ahead to the weekend. So it'll be a really busy show. Make sure you join us. Callum Gallagher is up next.